Hello and welcome everyone to the Teacher Parent Garden Club podcast. I'm your host, Lee Connolly, the skinny Gene Gardener. And before we get into this week's Eden Project review, I want to say that I am coming to the theatre. Maybe not near you, but in July, I'm coming to the theatre with the Gardening Entertainment Show, and I would love you to be there. That's right, tickets are on sale right now for the Mercury Theatre Show. It's going to be an amazing time, full of games and prizes and gardening facts and figures. There's garden education mixed in with these fun showbiz games uh, that you and the family can get involved with. It's honestly the best show I've ever written and I honestly think you'd have an amazing time and learn so much. So if you want to come to my first theatre show, don't miss out. You also get a free goodie bag for the kids. That's right. Uh, Then don't miss out. There's a link in the show notes where you can click on and come along. That is in July. <clears throat> I was doing really well there. Right, let's start the show. Like I said, welcome to the Teacher Parent Garden Club podcast. Uh, firstly, right, an apology from me, an apology. Uh, there is going to be a podcast with Olive next Monday. And I'll tell you for why we've just put it back another week. It's because next Monday is her birthday. So it's going to be a birthday podcast uh, with Olive. It's actually the 13th is actually her birthday, everybody. Um, but that is coming then. And this is like a little extra added podcast which I thought I'd add because last week I was at Eden Project uh, an absolute incredible place to take the family and I thought it'd be a good idea to do a bit of a review talk about Eden Project talk about my week there and give you a bit of a lowdown of what's gone on I should also apologize that we didn't have a podcast last week if you listen weekly uh, I missed out on a podcast last week it just got a little out of hand of getting ready for shows. I was in Scotland, then I was in Eden Project. I was also at Chelsea the week before, as you well know, through the Chelsea Review. So I apologise for the lack of podcasts. But if you do feel like you're missing out, then there is a Diary of a Skinny Jean Gardener podcast, which is a 10-minute podcast every single day, Monday to Friday. So it's a 10-minute podcast every single day. Just me talking about life, what I'm up to, a bit of a lowdown of stuff. You'd have heard last week, me and Eden Project. Uh, it's a really great little podcast where I can just chit-chat to you every morning. So go check that out. But right, let's get into today's podcast, which is about Eden Project. What an incredible week I had. If you don't already know, throughout the May half term in 2022, I headed to Eden Project 
to do shows. Two shows a week, that's 10 shows a day. We had uh, over 500 children, I approximate, uh, come and watch the shows throughout the entire week. And we gave away over 50 prizes. It was such a good time. I had, honestly, like you might have heard at the start of the show, the theatre show, the show that I did at Eden Project was very much, very similar to what I'll be doing at the theatre show. And it went down a treat. It means that I practiced for 10 times at Eden Project. So there you go. You know that it's going to be be good in July. But uh, I, I really do love the Garden Entertainment Show. And I did say that I was going to stop doing it. Uh, I was going to hang up the gold jacket in 2022, uh, become more serious with my school garden success plan, which is available right now, everybody. Um, but I just, I just, you know, it has something. It has, it has that. I don't know. It, it, it's education amongst entertainment, and there's not anyone that does that in the UK, at least, maybe in the world that does that with gardening. By bringing a gold jacket, gold sparkly jacket, prizes and fun to get children excited about gardening. And I love it. I love it so much uh, that we're literally going to take it on tour in 2023 in theatres around the country. But also this year in a theatre. So um, so don't miss out on the first one of that. That's going to be absolutely amazing. But yeah, we did 10 shows throughout the week. I say we because Olive came down as well and for two of the days she did four shows out of the uh the 10 and was amazing like she was so great as a co-host bless her sometimes i felt like i missed i left her out like she even said after the first two shows she's like you don't really let me speak dad like you gotta let me speak i said all right then she actually did she did too much speaking if anything too much at one point we were signing books oh yeah we were signing books thanks to everyone that brought a book um I really, we really did appreciate it. And uh, we were signing books. And some lady, she was an American lady. And she went, so, excuse the American accent, everybody. She said, hey, oh, oh my, she didn't speak like this. Oh my God, you're such a great presenter. And I was just signing a book. You're such a great presenter. You really are a natural. And I was like, I looked up, I said, thanks so much. I really do appreciate that. She went, actually, I was talking to Olive. And uh, Olive's face beamed. She hasn't stopped talking about it since. In fact, it was that moment that Olive said, Oh, um, Dad, uh, I want to be paid £30. Started £30 a day, turned out £30 a show. She didn't have a contract, so enough of that. Anyway, uh, I won't ramble on this whole podcast about that, but I must say uh, thanks to everyone that came to watch the show's it was in the Mediterranean biome and, you know, by Friday it really got quite warm in there and I just want to say thank you to everybody that stayed, watched, sweated out. Um, the water pistols were a winner. The hedgehog was amazing on the remote control um, and everyone that sowed seeds on their head, that was a good game, eh? I love that. I love that so much. So uh, thank you to all of you that came to watch. Thanks to everyone. It does mean a lot. Like Thanks for buying a book. And also just to anyone that just came up at the end of the show and just said that was brilliant. That It means a lot. It means that uh, I'm doing something right with that 
Garden and Entertainment Show. And it does make a big difference. It makes a big difference to my ego. It makes a big difference to my energy. Uh, more the energy, let's say. But yeah, really great, really great week there. Um, so the main point of this podcast today is for me to talk about Eden Project. Because what an amazing place. I didn't realise that Eden Project had only been around for about 20 years now. And that's it. Before that, it was just a quarry. And if you look at it now, if you go and visit it, you would have thought it had been there for years. Like, honestly, for years and years and years. I mean, as 20 years, I suppose, is quite a long time. But it looked like it had been there forever. Do you know what I mean? Like, it looks like they'd built the buildings in a forest. It, you'd never imagine it to be a quarry. Uh, and I remember going there seven years ago, and so much has changed just in seven years down there. Um, the growth of the place is amazing. Uh, so, yeah, I was privileged to be back down there, if I'm honest with you. I really do love Eden Project. It feels like home um, to me. They're like waking up every morning, walking down. Like I must say also, big up the team at Eden for putting us up in the cottage uh, there at Eden Project. Uh, and, you know, just looking after us while we were there. But being able to walk down into Eden every morning and just look over it is an experience. Like, I was speaking to one of the team there, and I was like, you guys are just so lucky to just come down here. And I suppose once you've been, done it, like, every single day for the last four years, maybe it wears off a little bit. But for me, I was just like, this place is beautiful. Like, absolutely beautiful. Um, you can walk through the gardens and it can take, I mean, I managed to get my walk down there down to about 10 minutes. But even before you get to the entrance, there's little wildlife nooks that you can just sit in. And we did a few times. Obviously, being there a week, we really got to experience it quite a lot. But it says 10 o'clock opening time. Obviously, the gates open at 10. Get there a little bit earlier. Explore. Just as you walk down, there's a little, a few little seating areas where you can just sit amongst like the bees and the and the butterflies in like little wildlife areas and just enjoy it before it opens at 10. I think usually it's like 10 o'clock opening time. Um, because we did that and it was just so peaceful, honestly. And also if you get in there early, if you get in there dot on 10, I mean, it's so quiet in there. It's so, I mean, it did build up by 11, it was busy. But getting there at 10 o'clock, You've got the place to yourself. It's so peaceful. It's a beautiful place. Um, so as you walk in, you know, you're right at the top of the hill and you can slowly work your way down into the quarry, into Eden Project. And uh, you've got the two biomes. Now, I must say, or the two domes as I call them, uh, but I must say the Mediterranean one is beautiful. It's the smaller one of the both of them. Um, it gets very hot in there. I must say that it gets very warm. There's a beautiful restaurant there. We didn't eat in there this time. Very popular. Um, I remember eating there seven years ago. It was lovely in there. There was a restaurant inside the biome. There's loads of little birds that fly around, which I love. There's like little blackbirds and robins. I was like, this is the best place. If I was a if I was a bird, and I'd have found a biome that protects me from predators or anything and to live in one of them, yes, please, always warm, never get wet, you're onto a winner. They loved it. 
they're all getting little fed and they're having a lovely time in there. But amongst uh, all the wildlife that's in in that um, biome, and and just the planting was incredible. Like there's a nice for me. Obviously, I've talked about it before on the podcast. I've, I've uh, lived in Australia for a year. I there was a like Australian plant which was really beautiful, and it's not a massive area. Like I say, if you're really deep into your plants, then it is fantastic to be able to see them. I saw a lot of people taking some. The le- there's a lemon, right? It's as big as your head. Oh, that's not an exaggeration. A lemon as big as your head. It sounds like the start of a song, right? Uh, it is the probably the best greenhouse I've ever been to. Uh, it's really beautiful in there, and uh, and obviously well worth a visit. Uh, but out of the two, the rainforest one, it's out of it's just out of control. How? In 20 years, you can create a rainforest in... I mean, I suppose it's not really, because you can imagine in such controlled environments, it's probably pretty easy to grow plants pretty fast, as we know from our greenhouses. Um, but the rainforest one is incredible. Like, there's there's waterfalls, there's ra- there's pond, there's, there's rivers. Um, you know, you honestly feel like you're in a rainforest amongst it. There's these birds, I don't know what they're called... The little black birds with red, they're running around. I don't, I want to say they're not guinea pigs. No, I don't know what they're called. These little birds running around, um, going through all of the the soil to get finding bugs and stuff. It's really interesting. Then we find out about herbs as well in there, which is a really interesting part. Um, how water is a big uh, effect of the rainforest as well. Uh, again, the plant is great. There is a cool room in there, luckily, if you want to stop off halfway. That's pretty handy. And then the walkways inside that rainforest biome is um, it's amazing because you get to see like a, a bird's eye view of what you would usually see. And if you can, if you're lucky enough, we were there for the whole week. We made a massive mistake, right? If you're going to get there early, go straight down. I'm not sure, 100% sure what time it opens but if it opens uh, in the morning, then go straight down to that rainforest one and walk up the steps to the um, viewing platform. Now, I did this seven years ago. It was an amazing experience to look over the whole biome. Now, we said on Friday, just before we go, we'll go and do that, right? I think we did it Thursday, maybe. Thursday, we said this. And it was so hot by the end of the week. If we'd gone at the start of the week, we would have been able to get in there because I think it stays open until like five. Um, we didn't do that. It was too hot and they closed it because it was just too warm. And um, a bit of a regret there, to be honest with you. But yeah, you can go right up to the top. It is a walk. Like, you're not going to be able to... If you're not very good at walking, you're not going to be able to get up to the top, really. But it does get hot up there. But it is an amazing experience to go and check out. So... If you go in there, rainforest is the best place to head to first. There's a few little parks about, which is always nice. I really love that. Uh, Olive played on the parks a few times. Um, there's also like, I don't know what it's called, but it's called like, uh, it's not called this, but it's like a big activity centre. Uh, and on the week we were there, they were doing obviously Jubilee stuff, which is really great crafty stuff upstairs. They had an amazing like uh, an actual um, dining room, Queen's dining room, 
where people were colouring it. I thought that was a brilliant idea. You can make magnets up there. Um, there's loads of different things, drawing pictures and stuff. There's also, it's a lot about soil and the microorganisms, easy for you to say, and seeds as well. So there's lots of bits in there that um, quite an educational area. One part that I actually, I feel guilty to say this, but I sort of, I don't know how to say this, but sort of hid a little bit from Olive was the um, environmental impact that we have had on our world. And it showed like the, like within like 10 years or 20 years since the Eden Project opened, how, you know, the ice had melted away and how deforestation had, what it created and how us building and building and building, how cities had had grown. And basically, our environment had been destroyed. And I actually found it quite sad. I found I felt a little bit emotional about it. And so much so that I didn't really want Olive to know about it. And I, I suppose that was probably the wrong thing to do as a parent because I think we should, you know... We have a generation that really care about the environment and we should probably educate them. They're already educating at school, but as parents, maybe, I don't know, I just had that sort of protection shield around it, which, again, I regret doing because the whole day was, or the whole week of me being there, but the whole day experience is about that not just about plants but how we affect our world that we live in and I shielded my daughter from that and I don't know maybe you're a parent or a teacher that sort of understands that a little bit and maybe you want to let me know let me know in the comments let me know um, on the dms but yeah it was an interesting one it was a really I mean I found it fascinating but I was saddened that what we created and probably saddened that you know as much as we do what we want to what we're doing there doesn't feel like an end to it do you know what I mean there doesn't feel like an end to that war on environment I think we're talking about it and there's a few people doing you know there's a good percentage of us doing our bit but I don't know. Uh, I don't want to go too deep into it. It make me upset sitting on here. But um, but yeah. So that was really interesting area of the place. Um, there was a great which I really loved, and I actually found out a lot about bees. I know the importance of bees in our um, in our environment and for wildlife. Did you know there is only now twenty four species of bumblebee? Um, but there is two hundred species of bee. So, you know, it balances out, doesn't it? 24 bumblebee, though. It's not great. We saw plenty of them down at Eden Project. But they had a bee trail, which I think is brilliant. I hope it wasn't just there for that event, because I think it was quite um, a full that half term. But I think it was really interesting to hear, listen and watch and, and talk about bees. Like, we went on this trail and we talked about them and looked at them and... 
uh, it, it started a conversation which was beautiful. There was also something that I thought, once again, I, I, like I talked about my guy on the entertainment show, Eden Project had brought something um, a bit different. And you can see the picture on my uh, Instagram uh, if you want to check it out. But it was called like the Tunnel of Love or maybe it was the Tunnel of Love. And it was like a like a bit of a circus-like fair type of thing. Outside, it was like corrugated iron, like old sheds. Inside, it was just a mass of colour, an absolute amazing thing where it just talks about the environment and how we can save our planet and also, quite interestingly, about mental health. And we took a lot away from it, but it was quite interesting what Olive said on a few of the things, the quotes that we read on the walls... And and that did start a conversation. So that was really nice as well. I really enjoyed that part of uh, Eden Project too. Uh, another part was uh, the allotments. I really love the allotments and I always remember them from seven years ago. Again, beautiful allotments on the side of the hill. Uh, and, you know, I don't know how many gardens they have there because you don't really see a mass of them, but they really do keep the place looking great. And the allotment was a beautiful uh, i can imagine having a an allotment there i was actually speaking to a uh, security guard who said that they have allotments at uh eden which they rent out to staff there and i don't know if that is one of them but if it is then that's pretty incredible there was an allotments near our cottage so i wonder if he's talking about them ones as well i'm not so sure um but yeah, the allotments was really great. Obviously, as a food grower, it was great to see them. Some really interesting things. The the, the biggest uh, structure there, which they were obviously going to grow around, probably like um, some pumpkins or something like that, or gourds, was, you know, you may or you may not know, but you know like the concrete, you know when you lay concrete, I'm not a no builder or expert, you put in a metal grid, steel grid to like strengthen it. They'd bent that into like an arch shape. I thought it was such a brilliant idea. Like really neat little idea to create a structure with. I don't know how you'd bend it at home yourself. I've got no idea. But uh, I really like that idea. It was really cool. Um, so there was the allotment there. Uh, and then obviously just looking at, down at the biomes, it's just, it's just a beautiful space. We sat for a while on some benches and uh, and just looked over it. It was just so beautiful as a as a as a part of our our country and a a place to go and visit is the important thing um the food there is as you'd expect it anywhere actually not pricey pricey i think for a beautiful dish of like chili rice and salad it was really nice i think it was like nine pounds something like that Get a pizza for like a tenner, um, a toasty for £6.50. The food was not extra, extraordinary, easy for you to say. Um, but a lot of people took packed lunches as well, which is really, is really good. Um, but I didn't think it was too awful. Ice cream as well. Uh, obviously, the queues are massive for ice cream. But all of must have once we waited half an hour for an ice cream. It was worth it. It was worth it. Um, but the food there is great. So um, so if you don't take a packed lunch, it's not the end of the world. And like I said, we didn't eat in the Mediterranean restaurant this time. But the food is amazing in there. I could see 
people really enjoyed it. And the queues were, were really big. I don't think it opened until 11, but the queues were big, ready for that. So, um, so overall, an amazing experience. There's also, I must say, but we didn't do this because Olive wasn't heavy enough. Um, we're going to do it next time, hopefully. The zip line that goes over the top. There's a big activity centre of zip lines, um, like a swing thing, uh, a go ape sort of, you know, walking along the tree line. Unfortunately, Olive was only uh, heavy enough to do the swing. I wasn't, I wasn't really feeling it. I wasn't, guys, it wasn't happening. I wasn't feeling it, so um, we didn't do that. But uh, there is that as well as an addition. Uh, I think the zip line I did seven years ago, and I remember being amazed by it to look over the whole, um, whole of Eden project. Um, it was good. So I just want to quickly, while I'm talking to you, actually just quickly pop up onto the screen, my screen, not yours. I just want to see how much, because obviously I was there as, um, I was there working. So uh, it was a bit of a different experience for me. I just want to see how much it costs to get in, because like I say, I wanted to do a review on this day, mainly because uh I do get to visit places like this and I thought it would be nice to be able to do reviews on these places to maybe give you a bit of an idea of whether it's worth going as a, as a parent or as a teacher. I just want to see how much it costs to get in because, like I say, I was working there so we didn't pay to get in. So it's uh, £32 an adult and, hey, £12 a child. Okay, well, that is actually... Okay, so all right, so thirty-two pounds an adult. Let me just let me just type this in. So there's two of us. There's only one a child, but say there's say two children, two adults, two children. If you're a blue Peter badge holder, it's free. Under fives, free. That is now that makes sense. That's why I saw so many blue Peter badge holders. <laughs> Um, say you're going in the week, uh, you're looking at £87 for the family. If I'm honest with you, I was there for a week and there's bits that I didn't see. There's so much you can do in one day. I didn't know how it makes so much sense that if you're a Blue Peter badge holder, of course, that's why I saw so many. Um, you have to be between 6 and 15 years old. I'm not between 6 and 15 years old. But that's amazing. Uh, well worth trying to get a Blue Peter badge. I need to get all of a Blue Peter badge, don't I? We need to do that, everybody. Maybe we'll do that for a birthday. We'll try and apply for a Blue Peter badge for her. But yes, um, for £87 for a day, you know, if you go to a leading theme park, you're looking well over that probably to get into that and there's so much more that comes away from this do you know what I mean there's so much that I feel like it's a lot of talking points afterwards which makes a big difference to what you do going on rides is great of course but you know I believe that I believe that a day out that has 
so much education amongst it is probably worth more. It's 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 better to go to something like that um, as a family experience. So Eden Project for me, we don't really rate stuff on this podcast, but is a ten out of ten must visit. Would I travel from Colchester to Eden Project just to go there? No. But if you're down in Cornwall, it's a long old journey. But if you're down in Cornwall, you must go and see it. I honestly believe it is a must see and well worth the money to get in. So, uh, so yeah, there we go. Thank you so much to Eden Project. Um, they didn't ask me to do this review, but I really felt like I wanted to. But thank you very much to them. I really do hope that I can come back to Eden Project again and um, and perform uh, to visitors there because it just went down so well. And I really do appreciate everybody that come to watch uh, as much as I appreciate you, dear listener, for listening to the podcast it really does mean a lot to me so thank you so much for listening and next week is an olive Connolly birthday special everyone so tune in for that we are back we never went away